Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello, and this is the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. And today I'm so lucky to have the chance to be speaking to be at a Bikowska. Now, if anyone caught the um the interview that Beata did for me a few weeks ago, I am now returning the favour because it's my turn to get all the information from Beata. Now Beata is a coach a mentor, a trainer. She's a well-being practitioner and basically she's an all-round mental health expert. So anything in that area, make sure you're taking notes because she's a wealth of knowledge and we're really going to learn an awful lot. Lovely, lovely lady, really knows her stuff inside out. So it's over for me to say, welcome Beata. (laughs) Thank you so much for your invitation. It's a pleasure and honour to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Without further ado, I'm going to start the first set of questions. And as the listeners to this podcast will see, I follow the same process with all of um, my guests because then we can start to get the information. But a few guests are actually asking to come back and I might well be asking Beata the same after this. So away we go. Can you describe your career path to date? Oh, gosh. I have to start like it was long time ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my career path. Uh, my background is really nursing, social work, uh, approved mental health, coaching. Uh, I'm practice development officer as well, and I run my own business uh, called Beata Bikowska Business and Wellbeing. Um, Wellbeing practitioner as well. So long, long time ago, <laughs> when I finished my nursing, uh, I just felt like I was in love in nursing, like to look after people and really about their physical health. I just felt like that's my mission. That's where I am. That's, I think, how I used to be from my birth, like looking after everyone. Uh, However, I never saw a hoist before coming to England, and it was like 15 years ago. So uh, moving from like intensive care to neurology, and that was like heavy, heavy lifting, of course, involved in nursing job, I damaged my back. And that moment, I felt like, my life, it's over, my career, it's over, and basically everything, it's over, because I just felt like if I can't really assist people physically, then I wouldn't be able to do anything else. But as you probably know, the challenge, the big challenge usually, or like when one door is closed, another one it's open, or it, it, it works really differently than we and we perceive the changes in our life. So yes, what's happened from like neurology world or like being really active nurse, I moved to addiction world. When I just felt like the nursing role was really limited, 
But I just felt like, you know what, it's still something in it. It was a pleasure, really, when the therapist wasn't around to hear the stories, to assist people and to, because I just felt like, I know the body, I know the, the, the physical state, but I had the, uh, on like addiction world, I had the opportunity to meet the soul. It was really to know people from completely different perspective. And I just felt like that's what I really want to do. I want to support them and I'm still able to do something for people from different angles. So it, yeah. So then on addiction world, I was thinking which way I want to go. So the idea of social work, it was like, I'm going for social work because it's really like huge, huge subject and I can assist people as much as I can. So it was, for me, it was a corner really to listen to these stories and to assist them in situation like what they, what led them to their addiction, what's happened in their life, why they are where they are. And it was like a mixture of people from different prof uh, professions, different backgrounds, uh, different lifestyle. So yeah, it was fantastic. So I just moved to social work and I just felt like I can fly because I managed to really build up the relationship with people even more than as a nurse who was assisting with physical health. But it doesn't matter. I always felt like I always had good relationship with my clients. So it was even more because in social work, I noticed like social work, it's, it's completely different. It's about really allows me to see people from like holistic approach. And because of my background, I think that was like additional skill to assist people. If I saw, it's just an example, when I saw one of my clients and everyone was like, he is drunk, he is drunk, what's wrong with him? Then I was like, he is not drunk. I never saw him or like, I never know him or of anything about him, like having alcohol problems or something. Then I was like, it must be something in it. And he was he suffered from diabetics. And I was like, okay, let's talk about it. I was like, where well, it's your, you know, the blood sugar level controller or, or something. So I was like, I just felt like because I couldn't smell alcohol, it was just my nursing, <laughs> I think, hat, or I had my nursing hat on. I just felt like it must be something else. Of course, the sugar level was all over the place. And I was like, how easy it's judged to people to say, because how they present or how they, you know, how you can see them, it's just the body language because he was a little bit unsteady, uh, dizzy and a little bit lost. It was just like easy to say drinking alcohol, but it that mm -hmm. wasn't the problem. So it, I, I, then I just felt like, you know what, to have additional skills on top of like social work skills, it's amazing. So I just felt like, wow, I can do more than I than I thought when I lost my plot, if I can say <laughs> that way. Like when I become a patient on neurology ward because of my back problems. Yeah. So knowing people more and being able to assist them even more, I just felt like, yes, I know. Uh, it, it's me telling them what to do, but because... People are experts of their lives. They know themselves 
best and they know what's best for them and how they need to achieve or how they want to achieve their goals or how they may achieve their goals. I just felt like I need more more tools. I need something more. So this is why the idea of coaching become like life. I was like, I need more. I need more. I need to learn more or I have to improve my knowledge and my skills to be able to support people or to serve people even better. So this, that was the reason why I become uh, a coach. In the meantime, of course, because of my uh, professional career, I was involved in mental health a lot. Uh, I became an approved mental health professional as well. So like assisting people from in crisis, it was even more, I don't, uh, it's difficult sometimes to explain. It's like from my heart. I, I always had like best interest, best, best interest client's best interest in my heart. So really to see him or her from completely different perspective than like medical model, like give people medication and everything will be fine. It wouldn't. Or you can like, you know, of course, in some situation, you have to really make decision on people's behalf because of their safetyness. You have to really protect them from harm self-harm or harm from others and you have to put them in place of safety for example hospital but i just felt like that's not the answer i'm sure it's something we can do with people um it, it, it's me i'm people person <laughs> so i always uh, try to underpin everything what it's covered under the carpet i was like you know what doesn't matter you have to deal with with real cause of your problems to be able to move on so that's where I am. And because my career path was really from like frontline nurse, uh, addiction work, uh, neurology, addiction, uh, social, uh, mental health, social work, community social work, the approved mental health work and um, coaching. And I'm also, I'm still working for a local government as a practice development officer. I just felt like I really want to share my knowledge and because I think I I really experience all the steps like we have to take in our career path. And it's really about career and personal life. So my passion, it's really like staff well-being as well, like well-being in organization, because we've got lots of people uh, like in need and we have to support them. But in Poland, we've got a little quote like the shoemaker usually walks without shoes because they don't have <laughs> time to make their own shoes. So as a health professional, social work professional or any professionals, we have to really look to be able to look after other people or to assist them to overcome their difficulties, their challenges. We have to look after ourselves as well. So if you really want to run your own business, your own organization, look after your people make sure they are happy and healthy so you wouldn't lose your best practitioners uh, you will save of course lots of money because you don't need to train them from beginner from beginning and it works for both but especially for the employee and employer <laughs> and for the client as well because like as yeah to be able to help other or to assist other, you have to start with yourselves. 
This is fantastic. Now, I'm sure, I'm sure the listeners will pick up on this. The energy already from your first response, your passion, your love for what you do. It's phenomenal. Brilliant. I am so excited. I'm getting goosebumps because I keep getting this. I just seem to have the most perfect guests coming on to this podcast. Thank you. If following on from that, where you've given us a background, can you name three things that made you choose your current career and why? Okay, health, passion, (laughs) (laughs) and I think satisfaction will follow all of it because that's where I am. You know, health is very important because I think without health, we can't really do anything. We need to to look after our physical and mental health. We have to look at our environment. We have to really look at our, our whole uh, broad well-being to be able to move in other areas of our life. So that's like health, well-being. That's my passion. And if I can see the smile and the progress in my client's life, that's satisfaction. That's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, that is wonderful. And so, like I said, listeners, as you're as you're taking down this information, make sure I'm sure you're making so many notes because <laughs> the amount of information you've got and the way you work with your clients is fantastic. It really is. <laughs> what are the key value? What key values does your business offer you? Oh, I have to start with like confidence, trust, uh, honesty, partnership, because I'm always, I'm not an expert. Uh, of course, I'm expert in my field, but I'm not expert of other people's lives. They are an expert. So partnership, it's very important. It's really like to adapt all my skills, my approach and whole sessions to clients' needs. That's the priority, of course. And, you know, I always put client in the center. And another value, I think, it's like I always see the best out of people. So I'm not looking for any mistakes (laughs) or any... uh, No, it's like we all have potential. We've got something. We've got gifts. And that's what we have to focus on. This oh I'm loving it. I am loving it. I, I will I will repeat saying that, but it is this is so much great information. Now this question I always throw in as like a ballpark thing just to see what people think about it. What keeps you awake at night? My passion <laughs> I read books, I can write articles and if it's any like if I face any challenges, not even not like personal challenges, but I know like clients are dealing with something, I'm just thinking like what I can do better to assist them better. It's about like, okay, what should I learn? What kind of research I need to do? Where I should go to learn more about this subject to be able to provide information, to provide different approaches, or even just to signpost people or to navigate them where they can find the right support if they need to. That, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. And again, the passion for what you do comes through because it goes throughout your life. 
sort of work-life balance and everything. So again, it's showing just how much you know and where the passion lies with that. Now, this one, where and how do you work best? <laughs> In my little room. <laughs> In my little room, I need my space. <laughs> I love my space. I love flowers. I have to make sure my environment it's how to say it's like supporting my well-being as well. So because it's just an example, like if you if your room or your place it's really I don't want to say messy but clutter. You've got lots of things. You really don't. You, it's very difficult sometimes to recognize the impact on our thinking about our actions because if you if you are around really like messy messy places, you can't really focus sometimes how you want to because you've got lots of distractions, uh, wrong messages around you. So yeah, that's what I need. Of course, I, I try make sure my office my room office of course <laughs> it's well organized and need and meet my needs so i really like flowers i have to make sure i got my water around me uh windows and i recently changed the room because uh, you know things happen and uh that was previously it was my room but i moved to the smaller room like to give my son more space but I felt like I become I don't want to say I become claustrophobic but I felt like that's not my place I couldn't really focus I couldn't concentrate as usual so I was like you know what we have to swap mm. I need a sun yeah because that's like from my window I can see lovely sunshine or rain doesn't matter but it's light I need yeah. daylight around me but um yeah, I prefer like to get up very early and to start my work straight away and in the evening to relax. Or, of course, if I'm on the mission, I can stay awake all night. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, but to make sure I've got my own space where yeah. I can close the door and everyone knows that that's my little space. That's my sanctuary, if I can yeah. say. So I sometimes I, I've got like my candles on, which gives me like nice feelings, brings me here and now. So I can really switch off everything what is around me and to focus on my work. Brilliant. I love that. I love that. <laughs> right. right. Now, next one is what tools do you use that makes your work life easier? Structure. Really structure and to plan my work because uh, I have to, yes, I have to make sure, of course, like I am responsible for my day work as well. So like nine to five, that's my day, day work time. So nothing else exists. And in the morning or after five o'clock, I know that's my time. So I've got like blocks. I work in blocks like nine to five. That's like, that's like I've got blocks in the box blocks <laughs> as well because of I have to plan the other work. But yes, structure, 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 and list like things to do. And I always start with things like that's really 
that's critical what I have to do right now, because if not, what's going to happen? I'm always like asking myself what it's most important and what would be the impact if wouldn't be resolved right now. So, to, and I think in the morning, because before we are overwhelmed with like lots of messages or the structure or any other messages, we can focus even more. I can focus more. So it's like really to start with the critical things as soon as possible, then to move on. Of course, I'm always prepared for like a crisis work because my whole working life was like crisis, <laughs> working in crisis, of course. So I know how to protect take the other work if I have to respond to prices. So that's absolutely fine. I think I just, I don't know. I, it's like part of me now. It's always to have a plan A and B and that's fine. I think that's my acceptance. That's part of my life. And especially like in human life, you can't really prepare only one plan because you mm. really don't know what is behind the corner. Everything could change in one second. Next. But yes, definitely structure, structure, and once more structure, criti critical stuff at the beginning, then move on. <laughs> oh, some fantastic lessons for us all to learn there. I'm going to be taking notes as well after this, I think. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Now, this is where I'm getting you to reflect back. What would you have done differently in your life if you'd known then what you know now? Um, what I would do differently, I wouldn't be scared as I was uh, during my nursing time when I basically what's happened with my back and I felt uh, like, you know, it's not a future or, or like how I will cope. Uh, that was like a big lesson for me. And because I learned a lot from it, that's the reason why I'm here. So, yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, probably going back, I will say like, oh, don't worry, you really don't know what's ahead of you. <laughs> you know, the, the, the world is still open. You can still assist people, but in different ways. So it's just, you know, I'm physically unable like, to lift people and support them physically. But I've got more to offer right now. So, yeah, I will say like, don't worry. Don't worry. It's 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 not a it's not a failure because I think that time I just felt like I'm failing or it's like I done something wrong. Of course, I was young and I had two children and I just felt like ah, what I could do if I can lift, I can work as a nurse. So I'm just losing everything. But seriously, I think I gain more. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so don't, don't, so don't take any challenges or any any lesson as a uh, as a like life. It's over. It's not seriously. Close one door because you will get another door open. Move on. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Can you tell us what is your biggest challenge and why? Is challenge. Oh, <laughs> I'm 
people person. So the biggest challenge, it's like, I really want to go out and to hug everyone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to send love, right? But I'm glad I've got neighbors. So even I can see them from my window to wave, to to talk to them. And to, because of technology now, of course, I can contact my family. But yeah, I really miss the face-to-face contact right now with yeah. clients because like body language, the whole posture, everything could tell us more than words. I know we've got technology, we've got like Zoom, we've got FaceTime and other applications like we can use to see people. However, I'm still really missing like the, you know, that, that, that's my challenge because I'm people person and I love to be around people because to, I think it's just like to, it's something like to give them and to take something back. It's really exchanging energy. It's the same like I'm going out for a walk when mm-hmm. I'm really, it's, it's just like I always, I try to really enjoy every single moment and really to be here and now. It's the same with people. Yeah, That's what I'm really missing because um, I know I'm here and now when I'm in touch with my clients, even like online. But I'm just like, oh, come on, give me, give me the opportunity <laughs> to hug them. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you mentioned you mentioning energy. I can feel the energy in this, in this interview. It's brilliant. Yes, yes. It I, is. I, I, you know, I'm, I have a lot of contacts online and I was like, look, I can still feel it. I'm still like giving and taking and it's still there. Uh, but yeah, and so I'm missing my little grandchildren. So I think that the little cuddle <laughs> from the little hands and the little kiss <laughs> means a lot. <laughs> definitely, definitely. If now, this one, how do you want to be remembered? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, I do remember once it was like a challenge, like, can you imagine your funeral and what people are going to say? <laughs> <laughs> how I want to be remembered? It's just like to see smile on people's face, that's all. Just to bring some good memories, something positive, positive energy, like really good, yeah. Just a smile on people's face. Just like, oh, do you remember her? And just a smile. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it, that's me. If I can see smile on my client's face or like how they achieve their goals and what do they overcome, that's my biggest pleasure or like biggest success. Because it's not about me, it's about them. I'm here to serve them. I'm here to assist them. And I think, uh, seriously, I'm just, I'm feeling like I've got wings when I can <laughs> see they smile or, smile or if they're moving on somewhere where they want to be. That's fantastic feelings. And it's so difficult to explain, but yeah, just smile on people's face. That's what I want to see. <laughs> and and to, for the listeners... The whole time for this conversation, I've got a massive smile on my face. And I'm sure as you're listening, I think everyone will be smiling at that. Because I say again, the energy and your passion is coming through with this. It's such a great interview. I mean, the amount of people that can listen to this and say, yes, 
what services do you do and everything but we're going to come to that at the end so make sure rest assured we're going to make sure that we share everything and how you can contact Beata at the end (laughs) (laughs) right this one as a child what did you want to be and how close to that dream are you now very close but I think my first dream was to be a hairdresser (laughs) (laughs) but you wouldn't believe it my daughter is hairdresser (laughs) I wouldn't even expect her she had completely different plans but that's the life but yes hairdresser but it was really like of course that was like looking after my mom I just felt passion like if she allows me like to brush her hair to put some creams on her face but I think that was really the caring element it wasn't really passion for hard dressing but it was the caring for other people and I do remember my uh, older sister she was a nurse and I always was like you know she was like my gold picture <laughs> with the white uniform like oh my god she, I just felt like, oh, that's really good. And she was, during my childhood, she was working with children. So I always felt like she is amazing. She really, she was looking after me as well when I was ill. And I just felt like, you know what? I really want to be like her. She was like my real model. And yeah, I become a nurse. <laughs> but going from nurse, as you know, I just felt like, I I want to assist people even more, even more, to know them more. It's not only about the physical state, it's about mental state. It's the impact, uh, the, in, the, the, really, the, it's about the environmental impact on the mental and physical state. It's about the poverty, it's about different culture, and it's about people, really, how we, it, 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 you know, yeah, that's me, basically. And I think I'm here from passion to hairdressing as a little girl. <laughs> but it was, for me, It now it's obvious, like it was more like a caring role because mm. I never saw this as a like big a makeup artist or a hairdresser. But it was something, it was, yeah, I, I think it was giving me a pleasure if I could really look after my my mom and like to put something on her face or like even with my yeah my sister I was like oh come on let me do this <laughs> let me do this for you it was that yeah. that was always the approach but of course I changed the approach a little bit during the whole of my whole life instead to do it for you I changed the world I will do it with you. And that's a big change, yes, and the right change. (laughs) Yes. Oh, this is wonderful. This really is. And I'm going to ask now, as this is going so well, I would love to ask you back for the future to maybe talk more about well-being. So, listeners, Mm -hmm. listen out, because I'm going to make sure if I could actually – I won't say a date yet, but because you've got so much information to share, I'd love to ask you back for a second interview for the future. Of course. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Right. Now, this one, this is where people go to town. And I must admit, I think I'm being a bit cruel just bringing it down to three. But can you name three titles of your favourite books and why you've chosen them? Mm -hmm. One of them is Start With Your Why, Simon Sinek. 
I, I, I know it's my accent. Maybe you can say it a different way. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes, I yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's the one. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> yes, it's really because everything in our life, it's really about not how, what, it's about why. And now, even like the example of like looking after my mom, <laughs> putting cream on her face, for me, it's my why. Yeah. It was really, the, it's the passion about looking after people, assisting them to look after them and to see how they can change their lives or what I can do really to assist them to make their day life much easier or more colorful or better. So everything what you do in your life, you should start with your why. Yeah. Why I'm in this profession. Why I'm in this relationship. Why I'm in this place. Why I moved to England. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 really, it's everything. It's really about our why. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. What It's really about what led me to be here. Yeah. So I think from this one, I have to move to another book, which it's Change Your Question, Change Your Life. It's Marilyn Adams. Mm, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's my another favorite book. It's about really thinking. It's not about only asking other people questions. What do they want in their lives? But it's really to ask yourself about your why, 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 why. And ready to focus on, instead, like, to assume we know how people behave and why they behave, why they choose what they choose, ask what I can learn from it, what's the message, people, what kind of message people are trying to send to me. Because if someone is, like, angry or, like, shouting at me, it doesn't mean it's something wrong with me. Yeah. It could be because they are in the state, like they can't cope with their own challenges, their difficulties. So um, it's basically, it's, I think that that's me. I'm always saying like, if you know everything, you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so change your question, change your life. Yeah. So don't say, uh, I don't need to know. Yes, of course you need to know because the well, it's, obvious in our life it's constant change if you like it or not life is going to change and what you can do you can really manage the change or plan the change or you have to adapt to the change so but changing the questions about your life your journey uh, your goals your focus your mission your vision you can change your life and of course changing your question you can change other people's lives as well yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps again. This is brilliant. This really is. Yes. And, and, and it was about three books. So yep. I've got one Polish book. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, it's called You Brand Worth a Millions. It's about personal, personal and professional branding. Uh, it's the author, uh, it's two authors, Beata Kapcevich and Justyna Kopecz. And it's really, this book really, I, 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 I wasn't really sure because the first impression or like first 
thought about branding, you just think, ooh, branding, that means it's something very, very big. It's about organization. It's about company. But we are our brand. Yeah. I'm my, you know, Perry Cox, that's your brand. Personal brand. It's very, very important in our life. It doesn't matter if you are in on your business or if you are working for someone else, like companies um, and organization, because even like employees brand, it's so important because you can move on, you can you can change your position, and even as a woman, my brand, the Atos brand, um, <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> proud of myself uh, as a mother. I got my brand because yep. the relationship which I managed to build or the trust which I managed to build with my children, that's my brand. Yep. Uh, the ability to go out to talk to people and uh, the opportunity to assist people in those kind of moments when, or like even to know these sort of secrets, like not every family will share with you or any, yeah. yeah it, I just felt like, you know what, that's my brand. Yeah. That's what I managed to create uh, and to build the report with people. It's about me yeah. and my personal brand is important, not only professional brand. Of course, the professional mm. brand will help you to move on, which I do understand why we have to build our professional brand. And I know who is the expert first. <laughs> <laughs> if we need any advice but yes uh, it, it's the book really gave me some ideas like it was really like kind of really deep reflection again about my why yeah why i'm here and to recognize like yes that's me and my own brand this is brilliant. And again, your passion comes through. And I know for the listeners, I'll make sure that I can get the list, if I ask for the list of the books from you, and I'll include it in the description. Because of the, the ones that I haven't already got are going on my list. And you know, my list okay. is getting bigger and bigger with all these interviews, because the passion that people speak about from their books, and that's like I say, it may be uncruel just off asking people to share three because I could probably list ten that were all the ones that were my favourites. Oh, yes, <laughs> a lot. But it's really just something like special feelings for those yeah. kind of books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. This is brilliant, brilliant. Now, this one, who would you say are your key influencers and why? <laughs> I think my biggest influencers are my clients. Oh, that now that that is just brilliant. And take note of yeah. that. Anybody that says the biggest influencer is their client, you know you want to work with them. So carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's really it's just to know these stories. Uh, their life history. And really to see, to be able really to assist them and with like holistic approach, non-judgmental approach uh, and to be with them right now yeah. here. And that that's me. I think every single client, 
of course, I you know I like read books and I'm passionate about learning from other people. But every single client is my biggest influence because I'm always honest about like if I don't know, I never pretend like. Oh, okay. That's the advice, or that's what you could do, or something. No, I'm always like, do you know? That's interesting. Yeah. Let me check. Let me do some research. Let me learn about it, and to go back to you, to with any offers or or like with any ideas yeah. how I can support you to overcome your challenges or whatever. It, yeah, every single person on my way. Yeah. It's my inspiration because we are all different, yeah, and we've got beauty in it. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful! This really is wonderful. <laughs> right, this is my longest question, and for me, it's probably mm. the hardest one for me to get out because of all <laughs> these things. It's so long-winded the way I put it together, but still, <laughs> if you could share a great meal with anyone, alive or dead, what would the meal be? And who would it be with? Hmm, that probably will be like open buffet <laughs> <laughs> to make sure I've got enough time for chat. <laughs> Cuddles, <laughs> exchanging kisses. <laughs> and, oh gosh, of course that will be my family. I miss my family so much. Family, friends. You know what? Uh, I... Even like I'm living in some a, a small estate and sometimes I'm just feeling like I really want to open my doors to say, come on, yeah. come in, yeah. enjoy. Or, or just to take everything out on the playground and to say, let me, let's talk. Uh, again, I'm a people person. I don't, of course, I was like, you know, my passion, I, I, I'm, like my passion it's well-being and to look after if people well-being and but just give me people just give me people just a little bit music i love music singing <laughs> dancing <laughs> seriously just just really the interaction with people and i anyone oh if i can really spend any minute with anyone that will be a pleasure that is fantastic. And where you mentioned family, that is coming out. Practically everyone I have interviewed to answer this question is saying family. And when I first yes, said I think it, especially it surprised now because me. of the lockdown, yes. uh, yeah. you know, my, my, uh, my granddaughter, she's four and a half. Of course, that's the beautiful age to argue. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandson, it's just five months oh. old. So I'm just missing the little movements and... Yeah, and of course, my mom and my mother-in-law in Poland. My mom, it's 91. Yes. yes. So that's fantastic age. And yeah, yes. good. Yes, family, of course. But seriously, anyone. And if I could, I will treat everyone as a queen. Yeah. Because I think guests at home, it's like a god at home. That That's... Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you truly are a people person and obviously the listeners must be picking this up. And I say again, the passion, the sincerity, everything that you're saying, it's and it's the empathy that's coming through as well. And it makes so much difference. Again, that's what really makes a good trainer, a good coach, is if you're 
got that empathy for the person you're training, you can actually feel their feelings and work for them. There's so many people that pretend to have it when really it's sympathy. And there, where, like I said, the passion and everything that's coming through, it's so lovely to hear and the listeners will actually pick up on that. I know they will. (laughs) Right, almost at the end now, this is where we get to hear all the good stuff that you've got, where we can find you, where people can reach out and everything. So with this one, what services and items do you offer to your clients or customers? Uh, Yes, I'm working with individuals and organizations, of course. So I assist leaders to create a supportive environment which brings out brings out the best of people yeah that's the passion for like organ well-being in organization really to focus how we can support employees what you can do for your business to be successful because don't forget happy employees successful business yeah if you've got really good workers and you know the the sickness level or it's reduced if people got passion for their work they could they feel valued and important at work because we spend more time at work than at home. That's obvious. So it's completely different. It's really, I think, the well-being organization, it's not only about like, sometimes I don't know why, but lots of people, it's just like the word well-being. They just automatically think about that's physical health. It's not well-being. I'm just like, I'm, I'm calling like, we've got 10 shades of well-being. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so that's another subject which I can talk and talk about it. It's really about like physical, mental, environmental uh, aspect on our life. It's about our hobbies. It's about our spirituality. It's about financial. It's about relationship at home or like our private relationship or relationship with colleagues. It's about passion, hobbies. It's about really about career, where we would like to be, how we want to move on in our life. So the well-being, it's huge, huge subject. And that's really, you know, the stress on like leaders to to think about their workers or their, their employees and try to make them happier. I think they will see lots of benefits from it yeah again happy employees happy business more (laughs) successful (laughs) business but as a leader or as employer or or uh, or employee or individual i'm working with everyone because i think you know well everyone has got a gift and we've got something special to share with others. So I really, my approach, it's really to underpin the best out yeah. of people. So what's your passion? What you are good at? What, what kind of profession really suit? I don't want to suit you, but it's really about your own feelings because I can say, oh, you look like a businesswoman, but you have no clue about business. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's really about people. It's about people and it's really, I assist people to achieve their goals from personal life and professional life. It's about really to improve their relationship, to work on their professional and personal goals, uh, about learning employment, professional career, again, relationship with 
close family, friends, and relationship with yeah. work colleagues and employers and employees, and really, really well-being about your own well-being, dependent what kind of how well-being it works. It's really like if you improve because well-being, as I mentioned, like it's like I can see ten shades of yeah. well-being. Yeah. So sometimes just working on one could improve the other shades. Yeah. So it's just an example. If you are in not really a great place in your relationship, it's just, of course, an example. It will impact on any other shades. Yeah. Yes. Because you will work, we will go to work worried, grumpy, not happy. Uh, sometimes because of text messages, not really helpful or sometimes abusing or you don't, you know, people dealing with lots of things in relationships could impact on your health, on your professional career, on your finances. It's a lot. So sometimes really, because the best thing, it's like when people, you know, when I see clients, new client, it's like, okay, so how I can assist them? What do you want to work on? It's like, I want to be happy. Okay, so what the happiness means? Yeah. What that means to be happy? Believe me, that's biggest challenge for people <laughs> to say what the happiness means. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, because again, life—it's not only one part of our life. Happiness, or like the the whole well-being process, it's really about being here now. Be, being grateful for what you have, who we have in our lives, uh, living with passion, to do what we can to support others. It's about to give others, because if you give, you will get something back. I yeah. do believe in karma, <laughs> so I'm sure if you give, you will get something back. And it's really to find your, it's really to find the purpose of your life, it's, yeah. again, Find your why. Yeah. Why are you here? Why you are in this relationship? Why you are in this place? Why are the profession? And where do you want really? Where do you want to be? And yeah. it's really about how I can assist you to be there. Yeah. This is brilliant, and I'm sure there's going to be people crying out to work with you with that because you've gone into so much depth. And all the listeners, I'm sure, you're busy writing notes and thinking, yes, it'll help with that, it'll help with that. Yes, I didn't think about that. And the Ten Shades of Wellbeing, we have got to get you back to talk about that. We'd love to do. That's a whole podcast on its own. It really is. It's just brilliant. Then, very last question. Now, this, the time has just flown by. (laughs) Yes, it's gone. Do you have any special offers at present that the listeners, that people can grab and think, right, yes, we want some of that, we want some of that. At the minute, I'm a kid in a sweet shop. I'm thinking, yes, I want to know about that. I want to know about that and everything. Yes, I'm working on my ebook, which will be, of course, available hopefully next week, because especially next week, it's the Mental Health Awareness <laughs> Week. So I really want to share with people some uh, tips about mental hygiene because people used to think like because i don't have any mental health difficulties i don't need to think about it and of course there is it's absolutely fine to talk about like physical 
hygiene or like physical health difficulties like um diabetic or i suffer from like high blood pressure but to say like i suffer from anxiety depression or any other illness it's still difficult yeah. and how many professions and i really you know to want to stress the fact like even we don't know how many people are suffer uh, what's going on right now with the coronavirus yeah. uh, social workers nurses doctors teachers and of course um, shop assistant uh, you know the transport people suffer a lot and we've got professions like they are more uh, prone to stress as well yeah. So I really want to 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 encourage people to look after their mental health hygiene. Yeah. And what's that mean? It's not like you have to uh, you have to look after your mental health only if if you face some difficulties. You have to look after your mental health to make sure you remind well. That's like what. Yeah physical health you have to eat healthy you, you need to exercise or just to go for a walk as a part of your daily routine yeah. it's the same with mental health look after your mental health because if you're mentally unwell you wouldn't focus you wouldn't be able to focus on your physical health on your career yeah. or your responsibilities at work at home uh, your relationship will suffer uh, because you wouldn't be able to go to work or to perform as you wish yeah. to your finances will go down so again 10 shades of well-being <laughs> yep. yes. yes so i hope the the ebook will be available next week of course i uh, I've got free discovery sessions if people want. So I just put like a whole month, May, because it's the mental health awareness yeah. month, put that way. Uh, I'm more than happy to offer anyone that free discovery session. It doesn't mean it's an hour, it's a session. So please don't confuse with an hour. Yeah. Because I know sometimes just to build up report. And to start the conversation could take a little bit longer than an hour. So again, um, I'm here for anyone who wants to talk about their challenges, their well-being, mental health, physical health, any difficulties. And of course, I've got special offers for individuals and for organizations if they want to think about staff like employees' well-being and how they can improve the situation, especially now. Because what's happened with like working from home, how people feel about it going back to the offices or what impact uh, the whole business, it's like uh, how the whole situation is impacting on the whole business, on leaders. Because I think everything really starts if we want or not. Sometimes it's still the approach from top to down, yeah. from yeah. top down. Of course, the changes, if we want to... Um, really implement any changes we should start from bottom to the top because it's more important about what our employees need about their needs about their wishes how we can support them not about it's not about me what i want to offer them yeah because could be completely wrong because we are on different levels or like different positions so it's really to deep down like how we can assist our employers, yeah. how we can make them healthy, happy, more committed, and how yeah. we can create more, you know, more profits for the business. But yeah, anyone, if you would like to contact me, it's Beata.Bikowska 
Uh, sorry, it's B. Pikowska. I can send you all yeah, the I will, I'll make details. Sure. Of course, yeah, I'm though. on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And my new website, it's just going to be because my previous website was in Polish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be like both languages now involved. Yeah, so it's going to be Polish and English. But definitely, please feel free to contact me. Even for a chat, if you just want to have a chat to know me more or to ask questions, more questions about like my speciality or my services, please feel free. That is brilliant. And I will make sure that we add all the ways that you can contact Beata onto the description. And as soon as we know this ebook is live, I'll get it added to the description. And I also, this is two times I'm going to ask you back now. I'd love to hear about the 10 Shades of Wellbeing and I'd love to hear all about the ebook. Once it's live, I would love to interview again so we yes, can talk about that. Uh, I can that. just share with you quickly. I've got my my first book was published already. And it's called The Invisible Mask. Brilliant. It's about how to reveal the beauty hidden within. Right. Yes. And the Kindle Kindle. <laughs> form it's available and this book it's also available on amazon it's really about my past a little bit it's about my passion it's again my way my why <laughs> it's not all uh, i of course i share my experience and i share my knowledge about how to look after mental health how to work on your values on your core beliefs but also i've got guests in my book it's about other professionals because i a big myth sometimes it's like people are scared to share their challenges or they think like if they if they share humanity they will lose authority yeah which i think that's completely wrong yeah end of the day it doesn't matter if i'm a business owner if i'm a director if i'm a shop assistant it doesn't matter i'm a human yeah yeah. And you know what? We have to look our, after ourselves. And I learn because that when I grew up, I had for a long, long time, I had like mask on, on my face because I was ashamed of some bits from my past. Uh, I grew up in a different political time that was communist and uh, it was lots of, you can, Yes, I'm already excited about that and we will make sure that we add all those links. Yeah, and it's really about, you know, be honest. Doesn't matter where, where in your on your career path or where are you in your life. You are human. You've got some gift and your gift, it's your life. Yeah. And you've got something to share with other people always. And if you don't believe in yourself, I do believe in you. The, the electric, this is fantastic. It just leaves me to say a massive, massive thank you. This interview has been brilliant. I think everyone listening, I've learned so much. And definitely, I would love to ask you to come back and definitely. So listeners, look out for when we actually add new podcast episodes because, yes, your knowledge is phenomenal and I love the way you share it. I'm sure that the audience would love to learn more as well. Thank you. <laughs>
And it would be pleasure, of course, to to be back and probably to talk about the ten shades of well-being. <laughs> yes, that is brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.